0: Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale-up, while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Financial Coaches podcast where we are gonna talk about something that is fresh on my mind today. I am in the process of reading, actually rereading The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And for those of you who are part of our uh, book study, you already know that this is coming up and we're in the thick of this right now um, or in the thick of it, depending on when you're listening to this uh, podcast. But I'm reading it with a different, through a different set of eyes now, um, because I think the first time I read it, it was several years ago. And I'll be honest, you guys, I use stuff from this book all the time. So even if you're not in our book study, I encourage that you read this book because it's just got some fantastic gems in it. Anyway, I have asked Cody to have this conversation with me today. So he is here for those of you who are listening and not watching. I I know I haven't mentioned him yet, but he's he's right here next to me today. Um, Cody, welcome back to the podcast. Glad you're going to be able to have this discussion with me today. Yes.
0: Yes. Thank you.
1: You betcha. Okay. So one of the things that jumped out at me as I was reading this uh, was the idea of responsibility. And Darren Hardy talks in there about how we need to take 100 percent responsibility for anything that we want to go well. He used the example of a marriage. He was at an actual retreat someplace, and they he was I think he said he was 22 years old or something. Um, and the the professor or whoever was talking said, you know, in a marriage, how much percentage do you have for responsibility in making that marriage work? And he's like, I was so smart, you know, I was all wise and stuff at 22, and I'm like 50 50. Like, it has to be equal share. Um, I'm not going to ruin everything for you, but the end result was the guy wrote on the board 100 slash zero. And he said, you need to have, you need to be 100% responsible and have zero expectation of the return. And I just thought that that was really interesting. And I wanted to talk today, if it's okay, about how we can take that information and apply it to how we're working our business. Because I think so many times we... We fall victim to victimhood. (laughs) It's like Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's a better way of saying that, um, but we like to point our fingers at why something is not going in our favor. You know, it's, oh, it's their fault. The economy is bad. The government is crazy. You know, whatever. The society is nuts. And it's easy for us to say things like, no one wants to pay for financial coaching. No one can afford it. And we just start to put all of the onus on outside forces. And we actually, if we can start taking responsibility for all of that, we start to become more aware of how it is that we are showing up, what we could do differently. And you know what? I think the thing I love so much about this, Cody, is that it gives us back control.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. I was
1: actually talking to uh, one of the coaches that I coach and uh, we were talking about, you know, the whole concept of ideal client and how do you find it. And, and this individual is very soon in his business. He's not, he hasn't had a client yet. So he's really just kind of, he's stuck in that mentality that he has to define this before he goes out and starts working, right? And so I'm like, well, I mean, that's kind of a chicken and egg issue, you know, it's like... Are you going to wait until you know exactly what you're looking for before you go find it? Or are you going to go find someone to work with and start to hone in on who it is that you enjoy working with? Um, So anyway, in in an attempt to help him start to clarify this a little bit, I told him, one of the things that I realized I can't work with very well. I mean, I work very well with people who have different political ideology, different bents, and a lot of things. I have no problem putting all that stuff aside and just showing up for my client. One of the problems that I do have showing up for is victimhood. And, and yeah. I think it's, it's mostly because I know as a coach that I only have so much to do with where people go from where they are. Mm-hmm. And if that person is so stuck in I am the recipient of everything and I I don't have any control over my outcomes, then I'm going to have a really hard time helping move that person. So, uh, if if I feel like we can kind of get over that victimhood mentality, then I have no problem working with that person. But if I've tried and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, that's where I'm just like, you know what? I don't think that this is going to work. <laughs> We're going to have to find find some other solution for you. Um, so... As I was reading it, that happened with this other coach that happened, I don't know, probably four days ago. And then as as I was reading this book and this came up and I thought, oh my gosh, I want to talk to Cody about that because I just think it's something we can absolutely throw into our coaching business. So I've done a lot of jabberjohn over here and I'm going to just shut up for a second and let you weigh in.
0: Well, I totally agree. Um, And it's funny that you had that conversation with that coach the other day because I was also talking to um, one of my friends that I went to high school with, he Mm -hmm. started coaching recently. Um, and he's a different kind of coach. Like he's basically like, Hey, like, I'm going to help you, um, get what you want to happen in life, like within X amount of time kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we were talking about like, he was thinking like, Oh well, you know I'll I'll charge this month or this much, but if you don't get the results, then I'll give you a refund, or you know I'll work for free until you get these results, and blah blah blah. And I told him I was like, I understand why you're doing that, but I want to caution you that sometimes even through your vetting process um, of you know seeing if someone's a good fit for you, yeah. sometimes they they may appear to be a good fit for you, and then you hop in, and then you find out deeper things about them mm-hmm. and they don't show up and they don't do the things that they're supposed to. And they, they're not consistent with things and they don't get the results that they were hoping for. And that's not on you. That's on them. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yep. you could show up fully as the coach, but it doesn't really matter unless they also show up fully as well. Agreed. And um, that's just, that goes you know, back to like taking responsibility and, and not being a victim and stuff like that. Um, but you're absolutely right. Like what happens or does not happen within our coaching practices, 100% has to do with how we show up and, Mm -hmm. you know, what we do every day, uh, you know, how we think, what we're willing to do, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, because at the end of the day, like if you're, if you're sitting back and you're like, well, I don't really feel like doing this today. Uh, or the next day or the next week, then you're probably not going to get the thing that you want. And yeah. that's not anyone's fault other than, you know, yourselves. And you and you have to take responsibility for that. But the good side of the coin is that if you were to show up and you were to do those things and you get that result, you can also take responsibility for that too because mm-hmm. you were the one who caused that to happen. Um, and I love that you, you opened this conversation up with the idea of like, you know, how much effort do you put into the marriage? Mm-hmm. You know, the 50-50 versus 100% and zero. Because mm-hmm. um, I've heard that too. And mm-hmm. that's a really, really good analogy uh, to go off of because uh, you're right. Like, we can't just expect to show up 50% for our, for our spouse. Right. I mean, like, if you really think about that statement, like, logically, it makes sense. Like, it's a 100% of a, of a marriage... Mm-hmm. But if each person is showing up fifty percent, that's not a good marriage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like you need it to be 200 mm-hmm. percent. you know yep. um, that's a good marriage. It's 200 percent, not 100 percent mathematically speaking right. um, and it's the same thing with with our with our practices like you know maybe we are the only person working in our in our practice uh, you know on our end that's 100%. So if you're if you're showing up 70% or 80%, then just expect to get 70-80% of what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with your clients, that's kind of like a like a marriage in a way. Like it's it's a relationship and that needs to be um, that needs to be communicated early on.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
0: like, hey, you want to get here, I'm going to help you get there, but this is not a 50-50 thing. This is a hundred percent, hundred percent thing. Just like a marriage, you know, you don't have to tell them it's just like a marriage. That might intimidate them. But, but, in, but in, your, in your head, you know, you're looking at like, hey, like this is just like a marriage. I'm going to show up a hundred percent. You need to show up a hundred percent. And that's what it's going to take in order to get those results.
1: So I'm going to actually hit pause on this for a second uh, because one of the things that absolutely rocked my world when I read that, and again, I'm rereading this, which I'm only saying out loud because I want you to hear that I obviously needed to hear this part again. When I saw that he was talking about 100% and he brought up the marriage thing, my mind went exactly where your mind went, where it's like, it's 100, 100, Right. What I thought was absolutely cool about how he wrote it was that he actually wrote 100 slash zero. And where that like, was this light bulb moment for me was, it's not that you're expecting that they come to the table with zero, right? Zero percent. Mm-hmm but you have to have zero expectation. So even with the with the clients, like, yes, you want them to show up. And if they're not going to show up, they might be stuck in this victimhood. And so what we're looking at is we're looking at two separate people when we're talking about the coaching relationship. Uh, but when we're just looking at ourselves as the coach, we need to show up 100% with zero expectation of what they're going to do. Because if we have these expectations of how they're going to show up, then we need to be like, well, if, if it doesn't go right, then we can, it, it gives us that right to point the finger and go, well, it didn't work because they didn't work. Right. And it Mm -hmm. takes that responsibility off of us. And so this is that encouragement to actually take 100 percent responsibility for everything that you can do and do do. And it makes it just it's just a whole different thing. So having seen that again, it's like, oh, now I I learn I learn in um, in chunks, I guess. Like I, I learned some really, really, really great stuff from this book four years ago, and I've been applying so much of it. And now that I'm going back, I'm like, oh, I'm picking up on different things. And now I can apply mm-hmm. this thing. Um, so I didn't mean to correct what you're saying, but just to drive home that 100 slash zero that I did not expect to see come off that paper when I was reading it earlier. So yeah. Um, it's yeah.
0: a good point because like, I think that that statement. It just drives home the thought that like you can only control what you can control, right? Kind of thing. And one of the things that you can control is yourself, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And if you can if you can focus on that, and you can make sure that you show up, and you take full responsibility for yourself in every way, chances are that you're probably going to see some sort of results from that. Oh right. yeah,
1: there's not even just a chance. Like I mean, yeah. it's it's a guarantee, and we don't guarantee much on this show. One um, one of the things that he writes out, and you've alluded to this several times. So I'm just going to throw it out there: is we take responsibility for what we do, what we don't do, and mm-hmm. then how we react. To what is done to us. And mm. I think uh, so many times, like we talk, especially as coaches, like, yep, yeah, you know, we're I'm responsible for what I do. Am I showing up 80% of the time? And we focus on that. What we're not focusing on is what we're not doing. So when you said earlier, like, I don't feel like doing this today. Instead of like calling that to 20%, like we actually show up and say, I chose not to do this today. And that has this whole different effect on us and our conscience. And we're like, oh my gosh, like I have to really take responsibility for not doing that thing today. Uh, And then there's the, well, what about what other people do to us? You know, we can't control what other people do to us. We can control how we react to that. And I think that's just a really great reminder of, you know, when we, were, when we are, when something's going wrong, you know, how are we reacting to that? And we can start laying the foundation for this for our clients, um, you know, very early on in the relationship. I lay this foundation for my kids Early on, you know, when they say, you know, they, I have four children. They inevitably will fight at least four hundred times in any given twenty-four hour period of time, Uh, and so I hear this often. Like, well, she made me mad, and they're only four and ten, and I still take the time to remind them that no one has enough power to make you mad.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. You feel a certain way, and this happened first. You are responsible for, for how you feel about that. Now it's a it's a tough lesson. I mean, it really is. I'm still learning it. I think most people listening say, today are still learning adults, it.
0: It's hard to understand.
1: That's right. That's right. But if we start to lay that foundation early on, it becomes easier and easier for them to understand. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as our clients, I what you said earlier, I say to every single client, and it's that part about you get to take responsibility for the good things too. Mm -hmm. I tell them that from the get-go. Look, I'm not responsible for the choices that you make. So if something goes wrong and it was a choice that you made, that onus belongs to you. But on the other side of that coin, if you do something and it goes fantastically great, I don't want credit for that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I won't take credit for that. And when people try to, you know, oh, it's all because of you. I'm like, can you, you're going to have to rephrase that. I mean, I appreciate the attempt, you know, at giving that solid feedback and recommendation, all that. But I, every time I say, I need you to rephrase that
0: because I didn't do it. Right. So, yeah. And that's, that's really, really important. Um, cause it's easy to take credit for that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. uh, very mature. <laughs>
1: I have my moments. <laughs> I have much to learn and much to many areas to grow. Uh, I I do have moments of goodness though. (laughs) So thanks. (laughs) I appreciate that. Uh, So yeah, anything else that you want to add to this? Uh, You know, it's just something that came out of nowhere. I just wanted to talk about a little bit, but we certainly don't have to beat a dead horse.
0: Yeah. um, I think that, you know, what we had said uh, really drives home the whole, the whole conversation But, you know, if there's one last thing that I will say is that I already said it once before, but, um, you know, like you, you can only control what you can control, right? And the best thing about that is that you have your, you have your own choices on how you decide to show up and take responsibility for the things that you do do as well as that you don't do, like Marie had said, and just understand that wherever you're going to go with your coaching practice Um, it's up to you. And you might be hearing me say that and you're like, great. Right. You might be hearing me say that and you're like, Oh crap. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, no matter where you're at, it is up to you and you can turn that Oh crap into a great by simply choosing to do that.
1: Yeah. So And, you know, I like to provide some sort of practicality application when I'm able to do that. So we're going to close today's episode with that very thing. If you are in that, oh, crap arena... That Cody was just talking about. One of the things that you can actually do in order to become more aware of how you are showing up for your coaching practice is to actually track everything that you do in a given day and mm-hmm. do that for at least a week. It's mm-hmm. actually one of the things that they suggest in the book about any area of your life, but I'm going to, I'm just going to hone in on your coaching practice specifically here. If you say my coaching practice is not where I want it to be, then One of the things that you can start doing on a daily basis is carry around a little piece of paper and a pen uh, or remarkable because I've really grown to love that. Anyway, um, to to write down every time you show up for your coaching practice. Say, what did I do today? And just start writing that down. And I know that you're like, well, that's going to take up too much time when I could be dedicating it to coaching. No, it's not. You're going to be just fine. You're going to waste that time anyway. So track that time and see what it is that you're doing. And you're going to start to see patterns show up of things that you are doing, things you aren't doing, things you're choosing to not do, and how you're reacting to how people in your practice are um, interacting with you. So that is your one practical tip of today. Start doing it. Let us know how it's going. You can do that by joining our Facebook group, New Money Habits Financial Coaches. Let us know how you're doing there. Um, And or just feel free to again, rate the show. We love to hear your feedback on that. I don't think we mentioned it at the top of the show today. So throw in that 30 second commercial right there. And uh, I think that that's it for today, Cody.
0: Yep. I would agree. So thank right. you guys for listening. Uh, as always, we'll have another episode for you next week and, uh, we'll hope to catch you there. So you thank you guys. Thank you for listening to the financial coaches podcast brought to you by new money habits and size more financial coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.